Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC. I wish somebody had told me that it is not my job, not my job, to keep somebody else out of jail. As a GRC professional, you can operate as a guardian, instilling the disciplines required for great governance, risk and compliance outcomes. That's not the same thing as keeping somebody out of jail, though, I hasten to add. Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Sasha. I'm the editor at the GRC Institute. And today we have our Lifetime Member Award awardee, I hope I said that correctly, from our this year's conference, the GRC 2021 conference, Deborah Latimer. Hi, Deborah. How are you doing? Hi, Kwame. I'm really good. Thanks. Thanks very much for having me. I'm currently a partner in the Governance Regulation and Conduct Advisory Team at Deloitte. And in relation to that, I do need to just state up front that I'm not giving any professional advice today. Um, and any views expressed are my personal views, of course, and not those representing the firm. Um, but having graduated with a combined arts law degree from the University of Sydney, I commenced my career in private legal practice. And then I moved into the public sector, initially as a senior enforcement executive at ASIC. Uh, but I transitioned into the national role of ASIC Special Counsel for Financial Services Regulation, along the way helping to establish their first Office of Consumer Protection. So my time at ASIC was invaluable as I had really the opportunity to work on really interesting regulatory issues of the day. In 2007, I believe I was in the very first cohort, I think, to complete the GRCI's Certified Compliance Professional Program. And that was in residence back then in Wollongong. Uh, we had a whole lot of fun working in teams late into the night uh, on our assignment. And I did the CCP at a time when I was in a head of compliance role for the wealth management division of one of our big four banks. And I did it because it was the preeminent GRC qualification in Australia. Then after working in the financial services industry in senior governance, risk and compliance roles, I established a boutique, which was an incorporated legal practice and a GRC consultancy, Sector 7. And I had that for about eight years immediately prior to joining Deloitte. And some members might have participated in my Sector 7 session at the annual conference, I think in 2017 in Melbourne, um, which was titled Getting the Want in Risk and Compliance. During that time, and to complement my CCP with GRCI, I put myself through the AICD company director's course, becoming a GAICD, and I also completed a grad diploma in applied risk management and corporate governance with the Governance Institute of Australia, becoming a fellow. Now, that career journey that I've just rattled through, um, I think the importance of that is in two things. One is attaining a very wide experience. So mine spans legal, regulatory, industry in-house and consulting and then continuous learning and education. So I feel like I've never stopped learning um, and, and training um, as I've gone through my career. So there's a little potted career history. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's quite a varied one, um, quite expansive. So I guess there must have been challenges. So the question is, what is the most challenging aspect of working in governance, risk and compliance and what has been the most rewarding aspect of it? Well, on the challenging side, I'm just going to come out and say it, um, that is not being regarded as truly part of the business because, of course, GRC doesn't direct, does not directly generate any revenue. 
uh, it's particularly hard to quantify the business value of GRC in dollar terms. But having said that, I am pleased because over the course of my career, from HIH to Hain, um, I've really seen a shift in attitude with governance, risk and compliance increasingly respected and valued as part of the broader ecosystem of the business. And I think that's come about as a result of changing stakeholder expectations and businesses needing to consider what impact they're having, their conduct is having. And I have to say, working in financial services, a Royal Commission that was charged with looking at whether or not any conduct fell below community standards and expectations has been enormously helpful for GRC professionals. On the rewarding side, I think for me that my best moments have been when I've really been able to shake up entrenched notions of GRC and of how it contributes to business. So developing the value proposition, having the freedom to affect real change through which business owners can come to see and appreciate that value is, is really the most rewarding thing for me. And I have experienced most success in doing that when I put myself in the shoes of my business colleagues, um, so in line management, I understand their perceptions and their pain points around GRC, and I get to co-develop solutions that, that really have them at the centre. So an example of that would be a business leader I've worked with who I've been able to provide them with a clear map of the biggest risks and opportunities they're facing, as well as how those things are being controlled. Well, that business manager is enabled by GRC to take ownership and to factor those things into how business gets done. Oh, excellent. I feel like it falls right into line with our, our own, what we're now calling the three lines of accountability right there, taking responsibility. Uh, is there someone um, in, during the course of your career that has made a positive impact in your life or your career, sort of helped you along, give you advice, that sort of thing? Not legal advice. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Two come to mind. Um, at the age of 23, on my very, very first day on the job as a newly minted lawyer back then, I was taken into the senior partner's office to be introduced. He looked at me very intensely over his half moon glasses and he simply said, so what do you know? And I have to tell you at that moment, anything and everything I knew went completely out of my head. But, but that, that older gentleman ended up becoming my first career mentor and he would entrust me with a problem task and have me present it back to him. He always listened with, without any interruption until I was finished. And then with the precision of a hot needle, he would call out the one thing I had missed and hadn't thought of. And he did it every time. And the really positive impact he made, and this is really useful, I think, for GRC professionals, is about honing my analysis of a problem and taking real care with my diagnosis. Then the second example is much later in my career, I had a manager who was a chief risk officer and she kept three small dots in the bottom corner of a whiteboard in her room. And when I asked her what they were there for, she told me that they were there to remind her that there is always at least three ways of doing anything. And this is of course about the power of keeping an open mind. So the positive impact she made was to remind me to stay open and in particular to be open to other people's ways of getting things done. Because you can have some real aha moments when you're open to that sort of, you know, looking at what other people and what other people's ideas can bring to the table. Excellent. I think everybody should have those three small dots. It's a really good way of thinking about it. Um, is there, I mean, obviously you've had some really good advice 
but is there anything that you wish someone would have told you at the beginning of your career that you would like to share with those on their journey now? Certainly, and I think this one might be familiar to many of the GRCI members. I wish somebody had told me that it is not my job, not my job, to keep somebody else out of jail. As a GRC professional, you can operate as a guardian, instilling the disciplines required for great governance, risk and compliance outcomes. That's not the same thing as keeping somebody out of jail, though, I hasten to add. But I think being a guardian is only one of four faces that are really critical to be a successful GRC professional. Because I think you also need to be a strategist, really driving and influencing the value proposition of GRC and ensuring it is in alignment with broader business strategic objectives. You also need to be a catalyst or a change agent. So you're influencing attitude and culture towards GRC. And you need to be an operator, but not just any operator. Um, We are a little different to other operators in the business. We need to devote time to nurturing the talent inside GRC, but also we need to develop really close and effective working relationships right across the business. And so I, I guess I think these four faces of a GRC professional um, are useful for practitioners to just reflect on. And I often reflect on them and I think, how much of my time am I spending on each one and have I got the balance right? But I don't and have never seen my role as keeping somebody else out of jail, notwithstanding the, the number of times that I've heard that in my career. So if someone had said, it's not your job, um, and I'm saying that now to GRC professionals, that's not your job, I think that would have been um, very useful and somewhat empowering. All right, well, thank you so much for your time today, Deborah. And once again, congratulations on the Lifetime Member Award. Thank you very much. Thanks, Kwame. Thanks for having me. This podcast was a production of the Governance Risk and Compliance Institute, and the music was produced by Rob Neary.